10,000 pigeons mysteriously disappear during a pigeon race. And nude sunbathers fleeing a deer were fined for breaking lockdown. And a concerned taco truck owner calls his customer after she hasn't shown up for months. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on the Weird AF News Podcast. This is the only daily weird news podcast that's a podcast. It's a podcast. 10,000 pigeons have mysteriously disappeared during a 270-kilometer race in the U.K., Is it that mysterious that they disappeared? They're birds. They've flown away. They don't want to participate in your race. This isn't a mystery. (laughs) You let birds go. Sometimes they fly away, man. Sometimes they're like, screw this. I'm going back to my family. The article says, in an unprecedented phenomenon, as many as 10,000 pigeons vanished mysteriously during a race in Peterborough. Concerned and baffled pigeon fanciers have now appealed for help, as many of the birds have still not returned. Please help us get our pigeons back. Who's going to help you get pigeons back? Professional pigeon wranglers? The fire department? Like, what do you... <laughs> who's going to... Yeah, I'll meet you outside with my net. <laughs> Catch 10,000 pigeons. Good luck with that. We can't even find the missing dogs in our neighborhoods. We put a poster on, on doors and on businesses and on telephone poles. We can't find dogs. We're going to find a bunch of birds. Apparently, pigeon racing is the sport of releasing specially trained homing pigeons from one point to another. They usually return to their homes over a carefully measured distance. The key word is usually. I didn't really know much about pigeon racing uh, until I saw the Mike Tyson documentary. I know that sounds weird, but he was... He was into the pigeons. He was doing it, man. And in fact, they theorized that that was the reason he got into boxing because a neighborhood child, you know, cracked one of his pigeons in half and uh, while bullying Tyson. And then he just went to town on him, fists flying as he beat the snot out of that boy. And uh, that's when apparently he knew he could fight. That's the theory anyways in this documentary. Anyways, that was a major digression. Please forgive me. It says here, pigeon racing requires a specific breed of pigeon that is bred for the sport. Uh, According to the reports, the birds went missing during the 273-kilometer race with one breeder describing the event as one of the very worst racing days in our history. Oh, no, it'll forever be remembered as the 10,000 pigeon went rogue day. 273 kilometers, that seems like quite a... A, a race, distance-wise. Uh, I'm sure this was going to be a big-time event. Fascinating. Like, in the pigeon industry? Huge, huge. So it is a catastrophe for the, for the pigeon industry. Some owners said a solar storm above the clouds may have disoriented the birds and thrown them off their homing instinct. Any other theories? As many as 9,000 birds were from the northeast of England alone. It is now estimated that 40% of them did not return home. The full number of missing birds has not even been calculated, but it's estimated that between five and 10,000 are missing. Someone named Richard, who lives 170 miles from the race, said 300 birds went missing from a loft where pigeon racing is a way of life. He has now appealed to the public to give shelter to the missing birds. How do you give shelter to missing birds? Do I just put out... Like my own little birdhouse on my roof. 
I don't think I can fit 300 birds in, in a little birdhouse. I need something more uh, professional, larger, Richard. Here's a quote from, from this guy, Richard. Out there's tens of thousands of racing pigeons that are tired and lost. The static atmospheric conditions are more than likely to blame and resulted in the majority not finding their way home, unfortunately. There's a chance someone reading this will have one land in their garden or their workplace or perhaps on top of their skull. If you do, then please don't ignore the pigeon. Put down a bowl of water and some seed or rice to help it on its way. You'll know it's a racing bird as it will have rings around its feet. <laughs> well, all right. Man, I hope I find one of these birds, Richard. And if I do, I'll, I'll give it some water, send it on its way. I want to help you. I want to help save, save the pigeons. Nude sunbathers fleeing a deer were fined for breaking lockdown in Sydney. This is what you call buck naked. Got it, right? Because they're nude and they're fleeing a deer. Okay, bad joke. Forgive me. New South Wales police have fined two men for breaching COVID restrictions after they were startled by a deer while sunbathing naked on a beach and then ran into the bush, becoming lost and needing to be rescued by helicopter. Wow, this is a lot going on here in this one paragraph. So much happened to these boys on on a Sunday afternoon. How are you startled by a deer in Australia with all the crazy dangerous wildlife that you have there you're startled by a deer really guys get it together here police had to send a helicopter to search for these naked boys running through the bush i don't know how you found find naked people in a bush that seems like a difficulty they were fined a thousand dollars which is just another slap in the face after everything that's happened to you you've been scared by a deer because for some reason you're scared by deers then you you know you run naked you don't even have your clothes anymore because you just have to run away from the deer immediately without grabbing your clothes that's how afraid you are of deers you can't even grab your sneakers you run into the bush which has even more dangerous more deadly wildlife in the bush there's spiders in there that'll just bite your nuts off then they're lost in there they need to be rescued by a helicopter this is so embarrassing and now the whole world knows who's afraid of deer in their hometown which has got to be embarrassing. Uh, unfortunately, there's some strict health orders uh, in Greater Sydney. People are locked down and banned from traveling outside their local area. This is very sad. I didn't know this was going on. Meanwhile, we're just living it up over here in the U.S. Comedy clubs are open, baby. Mm, yeah, sit next to a stranger with no mask. We're doing it. The article says here, It is unclear how the deer startled the men and what made them dash into the bush to escape the deer. I'll tell you what, what made them dash into the woods to escape the deer. They're on mushrooms, man. That's that's what happens when you're on mushrooms. You see a deer, <laughs> you think it's a Komodo dragon, and you run into the woods. <laughs> or you think it's a fictional beast that you may have seen in a Dungeons & Dragons module at some point. <laughs> Jonesy, that was a strange reference. Yes, it was. Stay tuned for more. <laughs> so the authorities find a 30-year-old man naked carrying a backpack. So I mean, he grabbed his backpack, but not his clothes. This seems strange. Then they've located, furthermore, they've located the the 49-year-old man who was partially closed, according to the statement. The men told the police, what did they tell the police? They had been on a nearby beach when they ran into bushland after being startled by a deer. That's exactly what they said. 
The men were taken to the police station and issued the fines for the breach of public health orders that prohibit residents of greater Sydney from traveling outside the city. You can't go to the beach. You can't enjoy your summer. Sorry. Tough times down there in Sydney. There's uh, scary deer, COVID restrictions. And, and if you happen to be living in the bush, you know, some like naked white men running through your neighborhood. <laughs> That's frightening. <laughs> Yay! A concerned taco truck owner calls his customer after she hasn't shown up for months. This is a very feel-good story, because you know it feels good. A woman has shared the touching voicemail that she received from the owner of her local taco truck after he became worried when she stopped visiting. He was very concerned. He's like, did she pass away? Did she go vegan? What happened? Kerr from Washington revealed she's known the owner of Taco Tom's for 12 years. His name is Tom, as you can guess. He used to pick, she used to pick up food from Taco Tom's truck multiple times a week, it says. But some ill health meant she hadn't stopped by for a few months. And over time, Taco Tom became very concerned. He didn't see his favorite customer. He gave her a call. I don't know how he got her phone number. That's what I'd like to know. That's the big mystery. How did Taco Tom get Kerr's phone number? And Kerr is a very weird name. I feel like this is short for something. Kerr is a college student and shared the message, the voicemail that Taco Tom left her in a TikTok video last week, which has been viewed by more than 3 million people. This is like, this thing went viral? A voicemail from a taco man? Man, I can't get anything to go viral. I, I even put an effort. Here's a, uh, a quote from Kerr. Thinking about the time the taco truck man hadn't seen me in eight months and called me to see if I was still alive. Taco Thomas, what a sweet soul, she added as she played the message to her followers, which says... This is Thomas from the taco truck. It's a long time since I've seen you, and I'm just worried about you. How are you? I hope you're good. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. How did Tom get her number? This is what I want to know. This is the big mystery here. Are you just giving your number out to taco people or food truck people? This seems irresponsible. I don't know. This is, maybe she got a special relationship with this Taco Thomas. I think if we dig deeper, something else was going on. I think her and Taco Thomas had a little... In the back of a taco truck, baby, make a love in the back of a taco truck. Uh, gives a whole new definition of giving her his taquito. <laughs> That was some frat boy humor for you guys. Kerr revealed the call back, the call dates back from 2018, but she decided to share it on social media last week where it's blown up. Wow, it's not even a recent phone call. This girl's putting out old shit and it's going viral. I can't even do something today that goes viral. After it garnered millions of views, Kerr is now famous and Jonesy's recording a podcast in a closet. Can't even pay his bills. <laughs> Life is so fair. Oh, boy. Um... Uh, she added that uh, she would order via phone sometimes. That's why he has my number. Oh, okay, got it. She would order over the phone from the taco truck. That's why he had the number. All right. It all comes around full circle now, guys. Mike, the mystery has been solved. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope Tom gets some nice business from this TikTok video that went viral. Uh, 
because he seems like a very nice guy. Hey, thanks everybody for joining me in this adventure that is Weird AF News. Some people bought me coffee off of my website, weirdafnews.com. I want to give uh, some love to Gosh from Australia. Gosh from Down Under. He writes me, greetings from one weirdo to another. Figured I should get off my arse. <laughs> I need to stop this accent. He writes, figured I should get off my arse, which I love that word arse. It's so funny. There's some words that you guys use that I don't agree with, such as boot for the trunk. But this is great. Arse is amazing. And uh, figured I should get off my arse and shout you a cuppa since you've made me laugh so many times. Shout shout you a cuppa. A cuppa, is that what you call it in, down under? When you get you go out for a cuppa? I'd like to go out for a cuppa with you. Um, dude, I, I'll go out for cuppas anytime. He says, you made me laugh so many times. I've been listening every day for a little while, maybe two months. Today's cock ring tale and your fabulous singing about yesterday's... Yesterday's... Yesterday's boner nearly had me pissing myself. You're good value, mate. Cheers from South Australia. <laughs> no one's ever called me good value. I've been called a lot of things, but never have I been called good value. You hear that, guys? I'm good value. Good value, mate. Um, I think by good value, you mean I'm free. Yeah, the podcast is free, um, which I assume uh, made you feel like you should buy me some coffee in return. So I want to thank you so much, Gosh. I don't know what your real name is. But you're a tremendous, tremendous human being. And if I'm ever in South Australia, we need to go out for a cuppa. All right? Maybe you can show me the best place to get a cuppa. And then we can go out for whiskey. Uh, okay, I also got some coffees from Kathy. Kathy Barr bought you coffees, it says here. Right from my website, weirdafnews.com, where you can click on the banner called Buy Jonesy a Coffee. So Kathy bought me coffees, and you know you get to write a little love note. She wrote me, you are so funny, and I love your show and all the accents. You, you are the best. Oh, and this weekend we went to a comedy show, uh, parentheses, Leanne Morgan. I assume that's the comedian she went to see. Um, or maybe was that the person she went with to see the show? She says, anyways, went to a comedy show, and we actually met a girl that lives right next door to the Redneck Rave. How funny is that? Keep doing what you're doing. You are brilliant. Thank you, Kathy. You are brilliant. Uh, can you imagine living next, next to the redneck rave? I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I feel like in addition to being awoke, like w just being up all night from the rave, you got to worry about like a stray bullet coming through your window and I don't know, someone knocking on your door and you open it and it's just like a person tied up <laughs> just asking for help. I, I, don't, I don't know how great it's got to be to live next to the redneck rave. Uh, thank you, Kathy, for the coffee, by the way, and the, the lovely message. You guys, you guys really made my day with those. Uh, tremendous, tremendous. So, yeah, you can support the show in ways like that. Go to weirdafnews.com, and in addition to buying me a coffee, which is a little thing you can click on there, you can join the Patreon as well to, to keep it going. Uh, with the Patreon, you get uh, not only that good feeling that you're supporting something, but you get a little extra Weird AF content as well. So um, if you want some content, some extra content, Go join the Patreon, because there's some cool shit in there. If you just want to buy me some a cuppa, click on the uh, Buy Jonesy a Coffee banner. That's pretty. You buy me a cuppa. Oh, man, I'm going to be saying cuppa all the time, and people in Los Angeles are going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Just You don't want to make me for a cuppa, eh? Yeah, Starbucks. I'm not going to Starbucks for a cuppa. I like me independent coffee shops. That's where I get me cuppa. I don't know if this is a good um, Australian accent, but I'm just, I'm giving it the old college try, guys. Um, even though I'm not very collegiate. 
what else did I want to say? I guess that's about it. Uh, thanks again for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the stories. And if you have something you'd like to submit to me, it's super easy. Drop them in my email inbox, funnyjones at gmail.com. If you'd like to call the show and leave me a little snarky message, uh, maybe you've got a better Australian accent than me. You want to show it off. Just call 646-450-2012. Maybe you want to invite me out for a kappa. Call the number. I'll meet you down under. Wow, that rhymed. I'm amazing.